0: A Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, Mark Lawrence, along with Victor King, as we're set to go against the spread on this Thanksgiving weekend football card and quite a weekend of football. It is this weekend, starting Thanksgiving Thursday, concluding with the Monday night football game will be overloaded with both food and football this weekend. Victor, are you all set for your turkey day weekend of football and a festive bounty of food as well?
2: Absolutely, Mark. Uh, Our definitely favorite weekend uh, of the entire season. We're basically talking about uh, four days of nonstop football starting on Thursday, 1230 Eastern with the uh, traditional Thanksgiving Day game in Detroit and then concluding with a very good Monday night game as well. Uh, Important college football games, playoff implications. uh, Same goes for the NFL. So our favorite uh, weekend of the season is about to kick off.
0: It is, and with that, uh, I made myself a promise. What I'm going to do, Victor, on Thanksgiving morning is I'm going to step on the scale, mark it down, and come Sunday night, I'm going to get back on the scale and see what damage I did this particular week with Thanksgiving what's, weekend. But
2: What's the over-under on pounds gained, Mark?
0: Well, in my heyday, <laughs> it, used to, it used to be like two or three, but today it's probably mo- more closer to five. <laughs> okay,
2: so uh, I'll, we'll let you know by the end of the show if we're going to go over or under.
0: I will let you know, overs and unders, they count as well in life as it does in football. (laughs) And we'll be talking about that in football as well. Victor, as you know, the college football playoff polls were released once again this week, as they have been weekly here. Not a lot of surprise, I guess you'd say, given the fact that the top seven teams remained intact. But we do have a couple of newcomers into the top 25 teams outside the Power Five. Your take on this week's updated college football poll. Well, you're right. Certainly no surprises. The top seven
2: remain the same. Mississippi falls the most uh, off their loss, number eight, all the way down to number 19. Big Egg Bowl game this week for them against Mississippi State, which could uh, really determine uh, that fourth playoff spot. And then you mentioned the new teams. Boise State crept into the top 25, number 23. uh, Marshall finally made it with their slim win over UAB. Uh, They cracked the top 25 as well. And teams that have fallen out of the top 25, Nebraska and USC, uh, both with uh, pretty big losses last Saturday.
0: Yes, it was big-time losses for both Nebraska and Southern Cal, as you mentioned, Victor. But two teams that are non-Power 5 teams took advantage of it, as you say. Also, Boise State and Marshall crack into the top 25. And it'll be interesting this week to see how hard they keep their foot on the pedal because it's a battle right now between Boise and Marshall for the non-Power 5 conference to play on a New Year's Day bowl game. It comes down to these two football teams. They both got big games on tap this weekend. Boise State will host Utah State, and Utah State has given a lot of teams big-time problems inside that Mountain West Conference, whereas Marshall plays host to Western Kentucky, who on the surface might not look all that imposing, but the bottom line is they can trade blows Score for score, can Western Kentucky against his Marshall football team, we'll see how those two teams settle, which of these two teams ends up cracking the non-Power 5 top 25 rankings. That's interesting. We'll count that down between now and next show on our show post-Thanksgiving show next week. And with that, Victor, let's shift over now to the college football point spread wars as they've taken place this year. Quite a few surprising teams that have made the best and the worst list thus far this football season right at the top of my list. And I chart all FBS versus FBS games. I find Western Michigan atop the poll at nine and one to the spread. How do you see your best and worst college football teams against the spread this year so far? What
2: a turnaround for that team! Remember, this was a team that went one and eleven straight up. They only won one game last season. They went four and seven against the spread. They are your point spread kings. They're in the running for a MAC uh, conference uh, tournament game. And uh, nine and one ATS, ninety percent against the spread. Eight and three straight up for Western Michigan, tremendous. The next two teams are surprises as well, given the fact that they were both sub five hundred teams last year. We're talking about first off the Razorbacks, the Hogs from Arkansas, six and five straight up, but nine and two against the spread. This, of course, is a team that's the ultimate rushing underdog, been a great underdog, but this is they went three and nine straight up so big time uh, improvement 4 and 7 against the spread for Arkansas 9 and 2 this season and number 3 on our list would be the horn frogs from TCU again another tremendous turnaround they went this was a team that only won 33% of their games last year they went 4 and 8 straight up they went 4 and 7 against the spread this season for the horn frogs 9 and 1 straight up 8 and 2 against the spread their fate in terms of the college football playoff rankings will probably be the be determined uh, based on the outcome of their turkey day game against texas uh, definitely some point spread kings there but mark there's some surprising point spread losers as well
0: there are victor uh, i know you and i mentioned about florida state and we'll hit on them in just a moment here but uh, the negative football teams this year are obviously the teams that aren't winning football games as well because when you're underachieving against the spread you're also underachieving on the scoreboard i find the likes of akron san jose and connecticut really hurting thus far this football season who do you have on your worst list against the spread so far this football season
2: well coming in at number 128 doesn't get any lower than that is the huskies the team you just mentioned from connecticut two and eight straight up two and eight against the spread uh, akron south alabama san jose state oregon state all three and eight against the spread, in addition to Texas and San Antonio as well. But the three and eight team that it would have to surprise anybody would be Florida State. You've got a team here that's 11 and 0 on the season. I don't think I've ever seen an undefeated team that has a point spread record of less than 333 on the season. Three and eight ATS for Florida State. That alone tells you that uh, you're definitely paying a tax when you wager on the Florida State Seminoles and again it also tells you that they've been squeezing out wins but not covering the point spread very surprising to see them ranked number 127 in the country with a three and eight ats record
0: That's unbelievable. Florida State, the number three team, undefeated team in the college football scene this football season, really struggling in the point spread wars. And before I switch it over to the National Football League side of things as we go against the spread there that way as well, go back to the best teams right now. And it's all about who what you've done for me lately. And keep an eye on the Oregon Ducks. This football team right now is really cooking. They are on a six-game point spread straight-up and point spread win streak. We'll see if they can anybody step in front of the Oregon Ducks between now and when the college football playoffs begin. Over on the National Football League side of things, Victor, let's carry it forward here and talk about the best and worst teams against the spread thus far in the NFL side of things. And uh, I, I think on the best side of things, I've, I have the likes of Kansas City, Indianapolis, and Arizona. What's your take so far on what you've seen the best money makers in the NFL this year?
2: Both the Chiefs and the Cardinals were actually an 80% ATS team heading into this last weekend, and both teams lost uh, and did not cover the point spread. They fall to 8-3 and three ATS. Indianapolis, with their 20-point home win against Jacksonville, also improves to 8-3 ATS. So those are your three point spread kings, the Cardinals, the Chiefs, and the uh, Indianapolis Colts as well. A little bit surprising seeing our Miami Dolphins at 7-4 ATS. They're in a four-way tie with the Baltimore Ravens, of course, off that Monday road dog win over the Saints. The New England Patriots also 7-4 ATS, and the Philadelphia Eagles 7-4 ATS as well. And we've got a couple of really bad teams uh, from a straight-up perspective, Mark, but they're also bad against the spread as well. And I don't think the season can end quickly enough for the New York Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars. If you ask me, uh, watching a few of those plays on Monday night, it looks like the Jets have uh, basically quit on the season. Two and nine straight up, two, eight and one ATS. They're tied with the Jacksonville Jaguars at two, eight and one. Uh, You have the Tennessee Titans at 3 and 7 against the spread to go with their 2 and 9 straight up record as well. And then you got a handful of teams at 4 and 7, but it's been a long year for the Jets, the Jags, and the Titans.
0: In that group you mentioned, Victor, Kansas City, Indianapolis, Arizona, Miami, Dallas, New England, Philadelphia, the common denominator, they're all likely to be in the playoffs this football mm-hmm. season. And uh, the, obviously the common denominator to the teams that are struggling is they're losing football teams to that. I'll say, keep an eye on the San Diego chargers as like Oregon, they're going backwards rapidly. Owen six to the spread. The last yep. six football games for the San Diego Chargers, who started out like a house of fire, but they have really, really crashed southward thus far this football season. Uh, overall, Victor last week in the national football league, how did things break out? Maybe what, from what you saw from a favorite dog over under totals perspective.
2: You know, last week was a weird week in terms of underdogs. They went three and eleven straight up, uh, many losses. However, they went nine and six against the spread. There were multiple situations in which the favorite won but did not cover. And that usually doesn't happen with a, you know, a multiple game pattern like it did. And in fact, in the last two weeks, it's been a very, very good dog run, 19 and 9 the last two weeks for underdogs in the NFL. Year-to-date for the season, they are 88, 85, and 3. That is your underdog mark for the season. Again, a really nice two-week run. And we also got to cover the over-unders as well. Uh, Two weeks ago, of course, it was a tremendous under week. NFL games went 4-10 and over-under. Last week, uh, still more unders than over, but it was pretty balanced. Seven overs, eight unders. It started with another Thursday night over, Raiders versus Chiefs. It concluded with a Monday night over under split. The Jets Bills game went under the total by two points. The Saints and uh, Ravens game went over the total. Uh, and in, in between, we note that the Sunday early kickoff games, once again, were extremely low scoring, going two and five over under. And uh, on the uh, uh, season right now, Mark, we still have to mention these NFL primetime games and the tremendous over characteristics and patterns and tendencies. Three-quarters into the 2014 season, this high-scoring pattern continues. Three out of the four prime timers went over the total once again. The only game that did not, of course, was that rescheduled game between the Jets and the Bills that was, of course, played in Detroit's Ford Field. And, again, that one only missed by two points. So, once again, NFL games played at night this season, 29-9 and over-under. That's 76% of these games that have gone over the total – and the numbers are are striking in terms of non-division affairs, non-division NFL games played in prime time this season, 18 and two over wow. under.
0: Wow. Big time over under prime time, non-division games thus far this football season. And, Victor, you might be able to throw a strike through that New York Jets Buffalo game, calling that a prime time game. Perhaps arguably, given the fact it wasn 't televised nationally anywhere, right just b- being the makeup game that it was, so you know it depends upon how you want to look at that, but uh, mm-hmm. that 's the shakedown so far of how the National Football League is taking care of this football season before we go on to break into our uh, college football game of the week, Victor, we also talked about. The dichotomy, the disparity between two conferences, two divisions in the National Football League, the AFC North and the NFC West. And I've never seen such a dramatic difference of uh, two divisions and what if you place one team into the other division, what it would mean your comment about both the AFC North and the NFC West thus far this football season.
2: You know, between Atlanta and New Orleans, it seems like nobody wants to win that division. And you got a team with a 30% winning percentage that's only a half game behind. That would be the Carolina Panthers. Saints and the uh, Falcons now four and seven on the season. It's the first time in NFL history that a division winner is three games under 500 or more. And a team like the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers at two and nine, they're not out of the playoff race as well. (laughs) On the other hand, you can't say enough good things about the AFC North. Uh, We've got uh, three out of the four teams won this last week. The only team that didn't win was a team that was on by, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cincinnati Bengals, 7-3-1 straight up. And then a three-way log jam, a half game behind. Uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, we're very surprised to be talking about the Cleveland Browns in, in playoffs this late in the season. Baltimore Ravens with a... Uh, very, very handsome Monday night road win against the New Orleans Saints, who prior to a couple weeks ago was an automatic home winner. And now they've dropped three in a row. These teams also done pretty good against the points spread as well. Cincinnati 6-4-1, Cleveland 6-4-1, and, and Baltimore 7-4, ATS. Uh, we can't get four teams in the playoffs from the same division, Mark, but it sets up for a fantastic wild finish in the AFC North.
0: It certainly does, especially the final week of the season when all games are division games. It'll be mm-hmm. real interesting to see how that all shakes out for the NFL playoff chase this football season. You're tuned in to Mark Lawrence against the spread, the nation's most popular sports handicapping talk show. Don't you go away when Dick and I come back. We're going to shake down our college football game of the week, and I guess you'd have to see the Alabama-Auburn game qualifies as a college football game of the week, and we're going to tear that down when we're back with more here on Mark Lawrence Against the Spread. Don't get fooled by a shady handicapper that claims he wins 80% of the time. Get a documented handicapper. SportsWatch Monitor is your home for documented sports picks you can trust. Our collection of handicappers is the finest in the industry and you can have the confidence every monitored selection has been documented and verified. The Sports Watch Monitor is a non-biased handicapper monitoring service for all major sports. So uncover that shady handicapper by looking first on the Sports Watch. If he isn't there, he probably isn't straight up with you. Go with a reputable handicapper to assist you in building your bankroll. Go to sportswatchmonitor.com and review our top five for football and start winning. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving weekend to you and yours. Mark Lawrence along with Victor King. We're going against the spread on this week's college and pro football card, and it's time for our college football game of the week as we're going to tear down the Alabama-Auburn Southeast Conference showdown game this Saturday. Victor, your take on the Crimson Tide and the Tigers of Auburn.
2: Also known as, of course, the Iron Bowl, Alabama, your number one ranked team in the most current college football playoff rankings Uh, A quick side note, if you ask me which of those four teams is a shoe in to make the Final Four or to stay in the Final Four, I don't don't like using the word lock, but I would say Florida State is probably a shoe in to remain in the Final Four with uh, a couple of fairly easy games coming up, Florida, and of course the ACC title game against Georgia Tech. Uh, So this is a big, big game for Alabama, a victory, and they win the SEC West. They take a large step toward that college football playoff. A win by Auburn, however, on the other hand, likely would crush Alabama's national championship dreams for the second straight year. But let's talk totals, Mark. The over-underline, 53-and-a-half in this game. That was the opening number. That is the current number as well. This is a series in which the over has gone a perfect 3-and-0 in the last three meetings between these two teams Average over under line 55 and a half points. The average game has gone over the total by eight points when these uh, teams play each other. On the season, Alabama comes in a slight under team, four and six over under. That includes two and three at home, two and three on the road. They have gone under in each of their last two games heading into this big Iron Bowl, Iron Bowl matchup. And on the flip side, the Auburn Tigers come in six and five over under on the season. They've been a tremendous uh, home-over team going 5-2. and two. However, this game will be on the road, and they've gone under the total 75% of the time in their road games this season. Not only that, but they are on a two-game underrun of their own, just like the Crimson Tide is. We do have a number five defense going in this game. That would be Alabama, only allowing 283 yards per game. They're the number two scoring defense as well. They're only allowing two touchdowns a game, 14 and a half points. And we've got uh, some decent offenses here, both ranked in the top 25. Alabama, number 22 at 482 yards per game. Auburn, ranked number 23 in offense, 477 yards per game. Our first impression of this game, Mark, is to forego the series history. Yes, I do understand that the over has gone 3 0 in their last three games. But in the last seven meetings played in Alabama, there's been only one over. There's been six unders. When playing in Alabama, these two teams have averaged only 42 points per game. Based on the Vegas line and the point spread, Alabama is predicted to win this game 31 and a half to 22 points. I've got this game a little bit closer, Mark, and a little lower scoring, somewhere in the area of Alabama 27 to 22. Lean toward the underdog, and we'll be going under the total.
0: Victor leaning underdog and going under the total in the big Iron Bowl showdown between Alabama and Auburn on Saturday. Excuse me, on Saturday. And as Victor mentioned here, a loss here could be devastating for Alabama in this football game. That would hand them two losses on the season. And the last one coming at the worst time this late in the football season. Last year, Auburn devastated Alabama when they returned that missed field goal 109 yards to turn a loss into a victory. It also sprung... Auburn not only into the SEC championship game, but also into the BCS title game. So I guess you could say this is revenge to the max in this football game for the Alabama Crimson Tide. The visiting team in this series has won straight up and against the spread each of the last three years in a row. Auburn comes in under head coach Gus Malzahn, an outstanding team in games against Good opponents. When we use the phrase in our newsletter this week, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And that's Gus Malzahn's M.O. Because he's 14-6 and six straight up, 15-5 and five to the spread in his career against 666 or better opponents. Make him a dog in those games, he's gone 8-1 and one to the spread. Three losses this year for Auburn. Takes them out of the bowl possible playoff preview picture but that also alleviates the pressure for Auburn in this football game there's not a lot of need they come in here foot loose and fancy free Do the Tigers of Auburn into this contest on the flip side? You've got a ton of pressure on Alabama, as we talked about, not only being the number one team in the playoff polls as we speak, but also having to win this game to stay alive for a possible playoff picture. Alabama has responded well when they've had conference revenge, gone seven and three to the spread the last 10 times they've been in that role. On the flip side, they've struggled as conference home favorites. 10 or less points, just two and six to the spread in this particular role. The bottom line to me is it's all about pressure this time of the football season. I see it all on Alabama, none on Auburn. Alabama can get their revenge, Auburn can get their money. There's a big, big spread in this football game. I don't think the spread is warranted, personally. I think Auburn's a much better football team than their three losses indicate on the record thus far this season. I'll grab the points with Auburn in the football game. Bama wins. Auburn covers from my side in this football contest. We're tuned in to Mark Lawrence Against the Spread, the nation's most popular sports handicapping talk show. When Victor and I come back, we're going to tear down our National Football League game of the week in a DD on tap. When the Green Bay Packers host the New England Patriots, that and a whole lot more to come here on Mark Lawrence Against the Spread.
2: football season go where the wise guys go for all their winning information playbook.com website if accurate exclusive winning information is important to you it's important you make playbook.com your one-stop source for all your football information this season Whether it's downloading a weekly copy of the Playbook Football Newsletter, selecting guaranteed best bets or free picks from the world-famous Playbook Experts handicappers, or checking lines and scores, Playbook.com has it all. And make it your inside source this football season for exclusive information not found anywhere on the web. Get every edge imaginable at Playbook.com, where winners
0: go for winners. Happy Thanksgiving once again to you and yours, Mark Lawrence, along with Victor King as we're going against the spread on this weekend's college and pro football card. And it's time for our National Football League Game of the Week on Sunday. We've got a possible Super Bowl preview, if you will, when the Green Bay Packers play host to the New England Patriots. Victor, your take on this big Sunday showdown at Lambeau Field.
2: Well, before I get into the game, Mark, I do have a little NFL note here. I have the current Sports Monitor rankings, uh, punched up in front of me on the computer, and we've got Mark Lawrence' preferred picks, number one in the country in the NFL for the season. Uh, they show it at 20 and seven, a perfect two and zero on Sunday. Three-star Vikings, three-star Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we're talking now uh, three months in which uh, Mark's service has been tremendous, tremendous in the NFL. And I'm sure a lot of people are anticipating what you've got planned for this weekend, Mark. Now, speaking of big games, let's check out this game here. In fact, this is a fantastic weekend for big games in the NFL. All three of the Thursday Turkey Day games have playoff implications. Numerous games on Sunday do as well, and this is one of those. It's one of only two late afternoon kickoffs, which I kind of thought was surprising. Normally, you see three or four of those uh, 4 o'clock Eastern kickoffs. But, uh, heck, this game is so big that I'm sure that... Uh, of the people will be watching this one anyway, New England Green Bay. And it is an extremely high over-under line as well. It opened at 57. When I looked this morning, it was already up to 58. And in some cases, even 59 points. Man, the bar is set high for over-under players, that is for sure. This is a series that's actually gone one and three over-under in the last four meetings. One over and three unders. But again, the historical stats, not that significant when we're talking about non-conference games, as, as that basically means you're only playing that team once every four years. Let's talk about this season and what's pertinent this year. And you got two killer quarterbacks and two fantastic offenses, and their over-under numbers uh, definitely reflect that. The Packers come in 9-2 and two over-under on the season. The New England Patriots 8-3 and three over-under. Green Bay, in their five home games this season, have gone over the total in every single one of those suckers, 5-0 and to the over. Average points in Green Bay home games, 60.8. Now, that seems gaudy and significant, but when the over-under line is 59 points, it's not that much of a margin there. Meanwhile, the Patriots, in their five road games this season, they've indeed gone 4-1 and one over-under as well. They've been great over-team as well averaging 53.0 points per game in those five road games as well. Uh, What I found surprising in this game, Mark, is as of this morning, most of the public action seems to be a little bit on the under. I'm throwing anywhere from 70 to 74% on the under. Now, again, we're talking Wednesday morning. Uh, Those numbers are not that significant. Uh, We'll, again, query those once we head into the weekends. In terms of weather, 24 degrees in Green Bay. It's going to be cold, but we're not going to see much of the uh, white stuff. Only 11% chance of snow. Barely light winds as well, under 10 miles per hour. And I want to make a case for the under in this game, but in our database, I cannot. So let's be honest. We're either going to go over the total or we're going to pass in this game, and that's for sure. The first thing that I queried in our database is NFL games with an extremely high over-under line in the regular season. Since 2000, NFL regular season games with an over-under line of more than 57 points have gone a perfect 6-0-1 over-under. That line is usually justified with an over-result. Six of these games have gone over. None have gone under. One has been a tie. Average points in these high-line NFL games, 64.0. We've got New England, of course, coming in on a big-time ATS straight-up an ATS winning streak, four in a row for the Patriots. And our database says that NFL uh, non-division road underdogs playing off four or more straight up in ATS wins in a row, like the Packers, they've gone over the total 67% of the time. That's 18-9 over-under. It's also gone 6-1 and one to the over in the last five seasons. And again, that's non-division road dogs off four or more straight up in ATS wins in a row like the Green Bay Packers. We also have a case here of a nine and two straight up team against an eight and three straight up team. So both are over 700 in terms of winning percentage for the season. And this has gone 12 and three to the over. 75% of these games have gone over the total dating all the way back to 1996. And that's for game 12 or greater NFL games in which we have a greater than 700 home team, a greater than 700 opponent in non-division games 12-3 12-3 and over-under. Try as I can to find the value in the in the under mark. I can't find it. So let's be honest. Either, let's either pass on the total or let's go over the total. Now, I'd be a little bit more inclined to perhaps consider the over in a two-team teaser in which we tease the underdog and the over-under. So for me, we're going to call it a New England plus 9 and over 53-point two-team teaser.
0: Victor teases this football total. He goes... Under the total, along with the New England Patriots in a two-team teaser for his side in this big showdown game on Sunday. And as I mentioned early on, this is indeed a possible Super Bowl preview. These two football teams are on major winning runs as we speak right now. New England started out just 2-2 two and two in the season. They've won their last seven football games in a row. The Green Bay Packers got off to that 1-2 and two start until Aaron Rodgers reminded everybody to just relax since then they've gone seven and one in their last eight football games so these two teams are really building up ahead of steam as we're coming down the stretch in the National Football League season this year the New England Patriots come in nine and two to the spread their last 11 games against teams out of the NFC North six and oh to the spread in those games when they've been on the road in those contests Tom Brady As we've verified time and time again in the Playbook Football Newsletter, he's been outstanding in his career as an underdog in the National Football League, 33-15-1 to the spread. He's also 4-0 to the spread and straight up in those games when he takes on an 800 or greater opponent. On the flip side, the Green Bay Packers are coming in here amazingly from our Midweek Alert Football Newsletter. That's our statistical newsletter that you have to have this time of the year if you're serious about beating the game. Our playbook Midweek Alert Newsletter tells us, reminds us, the Green Bay Packers have amazingly allowed more yards than they've gained this football season. Despite the fact they're on this major winning run, that's the little bit of the hole inside the Green Bay stats, if you will. Green Bay has covered the spread in only five of the last 19 home games against teams out of the AFC East. The bottom line to me is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The New England Patriots have been underdogs four times this year, they won all four football games straight up on the scoreboard. Like Victor, I have to take the points with New England for my side in this big showdown game on Sunday. You're tuned in to Mark Lawrence against the spread, the nation's most popular sports handicapping talk show. And with that, it's time to hop out to Las Vegas now for one of our favorite segments with Dave Tooley, the proprietor of viewfromvegas.com. Dave also an author at ESPN.com. And Dave, I know with Thanksgiving weekend just around the corner this week, you and the Thule family have got everything ready for Thanksgiving week this weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, everything's ready, but uh, I've, been, I've been busy uh, as ever with uh, yeah, shorter deadlines earlier in the week uh, here for uh, with Thanksgiving rolling around. So, but uh, yeah, it's a great time of year and uh, especially thankful that the uh, dogs have been barking the last few weeks.
0: They have, uh, in fact, what Victor and I recapped that a little earlier on the show when we talked about uh, uh, 19 and nine the last two weeks for the dogs. So it's been a pretty good move there that way. And uh, uh, how uh, I got to figure, we talked a little bit about this last week with the Super Bowl contest and how some of the guys that were big chalk players came down hard last week. And I got to think maybe overall it's been a tough way for the last two weeks for some of the chalk players in the Super Bowl contest.
1: Yeah, again, uh, yeah, among the leaders. Um yeah the the leader c h ballers uh, only win three and two which was definitely a down week uh for him he was among those that got suckered into the uh new york jets plus the four and a half line <laughs> so so uh, that was one of the most uh, popular plays of the week with that uh, line adjustment when the game moved to detroit but uh, he still maintains a uh a- a lead on on the rest of the field so uh two game lead um so it's uh it's still kind of spread out near near the top, but uh, overall the uh, top five consensus went 60% again, three and two against the spread. Overall, the consensus was a split seven and seven. So yeah, a lot of, not a lot of people were making up uh, big ground. So it's it's getting really bunched now around the uh, top money positions.
0: As you mentioned, Dave, uh, being suckered into the Jets play last week, I also think that's also probably uh, a little bit more of a of a game plan, if you will, given the fact that at this stage of the season in the contest, it could be considered a free square, knowing that uh, because of that particular change of venue in the football game, that it would be a very, very popular played football game and not a lot to lose for the leaders by playing the jets in that football game so what would you imagine do you take the free square or do you handicap the card what would you best do i mean
1: i think if you're in the lead yeah you i think you definitely take the the quote unquote free bingo square. And you, you force people that are trying to catch you to lay bad numbers. <laughs> Cause exactly. it, it definitely works, work, works against them. Now, I mean, there, there were a couple, you know, there were some people, you know, when I was going down the list that did kind of uh, pull a hail Mary and, you know, bit the bullet and laid the four and a half of the bills. So uh, some of those people, you know, were, were rewarded for that. So, I mean, you know, it is a uh, game strategy definitely plays into a lot of this. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you have to take that shot so it uh we're gonna be sure be seeing a lot more of those uh, situations pop up here uh n- going up to the end of the year and you know we always see that in week 17 with uh, with uh, injuries or teams resting starters and lines moving after they've been set at the super contest so uh yeah, you always uh, have those decisions to make so it's uh, it's always fun covering that contest
0: It sort of also ties into Victor. I know the question you want to run by Dave on the show this week, as far as line movement goes, uh, if you would, what is it you'd like to ask Dave on the show this week?
2: Thanks Mark. Yeah. Hey Dave, there's been uh, three quarterback switches in the NFL for this upcoming weekend. I'm wondering if there's been an impact in the lines in Washington. uh, They've taken the ball away from RG (laughs) three and they have no plans to give it back to him. I don't think Colt McCoy starting for Washington in their game against Indianapolis. Uh, In Houston, they've lost Ryan Mallett for the season now. They're going back to Ryan Fitzpatrick, at quarterback. And in the Monday night game, the Jets uh, reportedly have benched Michael Vick. And uh, from what I hear, it was not Rex Ryan's call. But either way, Geno Smith will be getting the start in the Jets' Monday night game. Any significant line moves in those three games?
1: Uh, There is one. I'll get to that one last. Uh, The um, Washington Redskins... Pretty much, uh, you know, that news came out last night. Uh, the Colts were a nine and a half point favorite then, you know, as we're taping this Wednesday morning, and it's it's still sitting at nine and a half. Uh, the Colts, pretty popular uh, public team uh, with Andrew Luck these days, so I'd, I wouldn't, you know, definitely expecting that to get pushed to double digits. But uh, again, yeah, I think that's uh, more more with you know the Colts uh, as opposed to RG3 because when I uh, he was removed earlier in the year for Kirk Cousins, and then when he came back, uh, none of the lines really steamed uh, in those games either. So, um, you know, oddsmakers aren't, aren't seeing too much of a difference there. Uh, the Houston-Tennessee line was at seven. Uh, it's now down to six and a half. So I, I think, you know, so, some of that is is due to uh, Ryan Mallett, uh, who had uh, shown uh, to be serviceable, uh, getting injured, and now uh, they have to go back to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, and but then the one line that has been adjusted, uh, Miami against the Jets. Uh, that was actually a three and a half on the advance line a week ago at the Westgate. Um, opened back up uh, between four and four and a half on Sunday, and uh, now as as we're sitting here, it's up to six and a half at the Westgate. Oh, wow. <laughs> Last uh, twenty four hours, definitely seen uh, a move towards the Dolphins there and away from uh, the Jets. And I'm seeing the offshore book. Chris is showing that 94% of the bets uh, have been on the uh, Dolphins <laughs> lately. <laughs> so, so yeah, everyone's uh, yeah jumping ship on on the Jets and uh, <laughs> jumping on Miami for the Monday night game.
0: Sounds like a combination of both uh, what happened to the Jets in that Monday night makeup game against Buffalo and the fact that Geno Smith is back under center. Not that. Michael Vick has been a savior of any sort for the New York Jets, but it's a it's a jet plane that's heading southward down and about to crash, and I think the public is aware of the fact that it's happening and the big steam move to the Miami Dolphins. Any other moves that you've seen, Dave, uh, as far as an early send-out from the LVH Superbook Contest early as opposed to what we will likely see this Sunday?
1: Yeah, um, early in the week we haven't seen too many. Uh, one, the uh, the Ravens... Uh, We're three uh, three and a half over the charters a week ago. And uh, now we're seeing that up more like five and a half. Uh, Not caught across any key numbers there, but still a a two point move. Uh, The Steelers against the Saints, uh, that line was Steelers minus three on the advanced line. and was also opened up there on Sunday. And now we're seeing that one has gone up to four. And the Cardinals uh, Falcons were uh, pick them. And now Cardinals are minus two and and showing up minus 120 at some books. So that might even get to, uh, get to a three-point move.
0: Interesting to see what happens with those three major football moves along with the Miami Dolphins on the football card this week. And, Dave, before I let you get off to baste the turkey, if you will, <laughs> uh, if you could uh, baste our listening audience out there with your complimentary play on the NFL card this week.
1: Yeah, I had a misstep uh, last week on the show. I, I had a winning week overall, but I, I went with the Titans against the Eagles. So, uh, sorry for that. And I'll try and bounce back with a winner. And actually, I'm going to throw in a bonus play this week. Um, the Bears against the Lions on Thanksgiving Day, for people that are listening to the show early. Um, yeah, Bears getting a touchdown. I mean, Bears, obviously, you know, we saw when they gave up 50 points back-to-back weeks. And the Lions have a very strong defense, but the Lions offense has not been looking uh, you know, like they can cover by margin against anybody. And uh, and the way uh, the Patriots lit up the Detroit defense uh, shows hope for the uh, the Bears offense, which has been uh, getting a little bit better. So I, I think the Bears live dog on uh, Thanksgiving Day getting a touchdown. Uh, the other one I'm going to go with uh, – Best bet on Sunday, uh, Saints plus the four against the Steelers. You know, we already talked about that uh, line has been adjusted, so I think I think we're getting value just just on that. But you know, th- this is a case I think where you know everyone's jumping off the Saints bandwagon. They were supposed to, you know, they are four and four. They They're supposed to turn around their season with three home games in a row, and they <laughs> they lost all three, mm-hmm. where they never lose, right? But uh, so now, I mean, in the flip flop NFL, uh, everyone's baiting, you know, really throwing them under the bus now, but. They're they're still uh, tied for the division lead, and I I think this is where they turn around their season. Um, Steelers have shown uh, they can be inconsistent as well. I think the Saints can go on the road, because even though the Saints uh, 4-7 and against the spread, they've been in most of their games, except for the blowout loss to the Cowboys and the game against the Bengals. All all the rest of them, they were competitive and and just didn't get it done at the end. So I I think they're definitely going to be competitive here. I think it will be a shootout, but I'll take the Saints plus the 4
0: Dave, Tooley likes that line moving off the three to the four. He'll play New Orleans plus the points against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday for his complimentary play on the show this week. Dave, a great job once again on the show this week. I'm going to let you get off now to get ready, prepare for Thanksgiving, and continue your handicapping and also get your articles in for ESPN.com. We know we've got to get that done <laughs> ASAP. So I'm going to wish you the best of luck and wish you and the Thule household a very happy Thanksgiving week as well. All right. Great day. Good luck,
1: everybody, and happy holidays.
0: That was Dave Tooley Tooley joining us from from viewfromvegas.com. Don't you go away. When we come back, we'll put the final wraps on this edition of Mark Lawrence Against the Spread. I'll share with you my awesome angle of the week, along with Victor and my complimentary plays on the final segment here on Mark Lawrence Against the Spread.
2: Imagine getting up to $900 in free plays bonuses on every qualified deposit. Use your Visa, MasterCard, or even American Express. Only at BetOnline. Because you can. Your side fail to score? Use your shutout bailout card and get your bet back. Only at BetOnline. Because you can. Your side given up by halftime? Use your halftime surrender card. Get half of your bet back. Only at BetOnline. Because you can. And remember, you get bonus on every deposit. That's the lifetime bonus guarantee. Only from BetOnline. Because you can. Terms and conditions apply.
1: And now, the moment you've been waiting for. From the hot South Florida sun, it's Mark Lawrence with his awesome angle of the week.
0: Okay, guys, it's time to put down the pumpkin pie and pay attention. This is our awesome angle of the week. On the college football card this weekend, we call it anti-Irish. And what we're looking to do is to play against any college football favorite that upset Notre Dame as an underdog in their previous game. Simply put, these teams have a big letdown. This anti-Irish angle by playing against these teams, we've gone 21-9 and against the spread. That's a solid 70% winning angle. This week we go against the Louisville Cardinals in our anti-Irish awesome angle play of the week this week. And, Victor, this big Thanksgiving holiday weekend, I know you've got a lot on tap at King Creole Sports if you'd let our listeners know about that and your complimentary play on the show this week as well.
2: Absolutely, Mark. We want to thank everybody who joined us on Sunday. Our four-star over of the week in the NFL barely squeaked over as Billy Cundiff's field goal with zero seconds remaining barely squeaked over the crossbar as well in the Cleveland Browns-Atlanta Falcons game. Uh, That was a game in which we were basically biting our nails for 60 minutes. But a win is a win. Browns-Falcons over the total is our four-star over the week. we got a big one coming up this week in the NFL, our five-star NFL game of the month. And it is an over-under selection, a game in which we're going over the total. It's not in the obvious one either, Patriots and the uh, Packers. Uh, It's a different game in the NFL. It will be available at playbook.com on Friday evening as will Speedy's underdog game of the week. Last week, he was on the Rams, plus four and a half points. They may have lost against San Diego, but the Rams, who have had some quality wins over the last four weeks, brought home the bacon for Speedy's underdog of the week. And just like we did last week, Mark, we're going to give Speedy the ball and let him run with it with his under of the week in the NFL for our free play. And it's going to be going in the Carolina Panthers-Minnesota Vikings game a game in which the over-under line is currently 43 to 43 43.5 points. Of course, we know we have a couple of dysfunctional offenses here going in this game. That is for sure. Minnesota ranked number 30 in offensive yards per game. Carolina ranked number 23. In addition, both teams are averaging less than 20 points per game as well. The Panthers come in off of their bye week, and we note that non-division underdogs like the Panthers playing with a week of rest have gone 1-9 and over-under in the last five years when the over-under line is less than 44 points. Carolina also coming in on a big-time losing streak, five straight games in a row. This has gone 2-14 and over-under in the last three years, 0-8 under in the last 12 months, and it's already gone 0-4 over-under this particular season. Road underdogs in the NFL, nine or less points playing off five or more straight-up losses in a row. That applies to the Panthers. And, of course, the caveat is that the over underline in these games, 48 or less points, this one definitely falls in that range. Minnesota Vikings are in the middle of a three-game home sandwich, if you will, three straight home games for the Minnesota Vikings. NFL teams in the second of three straight home games off a straight-up loss that went under... Like Minnesota last week, their home game against Green Bay went under the total. These teams have gone 3-17 over-under since the 1984 season. Sealing the deal, we've got a pretty good low-scoring series history between these two teams, Minnesota-Carolina, 1-4 and over-under last five meetings, an average of just 36.4 points per game. Speedy says to go under the total Carolina Panthers versus Minnesota Vikings.
0: Victor goes under in the Carolina-Minnesota game for his complimentary call on the show this week, and be sure to join him this Sunday for his featured five-star NFL overplay of the month. You can get that online at playbook.com, either on a pay-after-you-win basis, or get the game prepaid at a 40% discount with a guaranteed makeup. That and all of King Creel's plays this weekend online at playbook.com. And before I get to my complimentary play on the football card this week, I want to remind our listeners out there that our turkey shoot five-star weekend kicks off this Thanksgiving weekend. It will include every college and NFL play I make from Thanksgiving Thursday through the Monday night football game, including our five-star college football game of the month. We tripped up last week with our 10-star NFL game of the year when Southern Cal failed miserably against UCLA. But the good news, if there's silver lining in a black cloud, is the fact that we didn't lose any other game on our late phone service ticket, sweeping the board with every other play we made last weekend. You can take advantage of another $99 five-star turkey shoot weekend of winners when you call me toll-free to get on board today at 1-800-321-7777 or log on to the website to sign up now for the five-star turkey shoot weekend at playbook.com. My complimentary play on the college football card this weekend, it comes from our playbook football newsletter and i got to tell you guys, if you haven't downloaded a copy of the Playbook newsletter yet, you want to do so. It's a jam-packed issue this week. There are 61 college football games that we've written up in detail with full analysis plus all 16 NFL games. It's perhaps arguably the deepest and best college football newsletter we've had thus far this football season. Download it now at playbook.com. Our complimentary play comes from that newsletter. We're going to stay at home with the Penn State Nittany Lions when they host Michigan State on Saturday. Penn State comes into this football game. Having won and been eligible to make a bowl this year with six wins, but they sure like to win seven games. They're sitting at three and three straight up at home this football season and under first-year head coach James Franklin. The last time Penn State has a losing record at home, you have to go all the way back to 2003 when they didn't have a winning record on their home field. Penn or Michigan State, I should say, comes into this contest having won only one of their last nine games in Happy Valley straight up on the scoreboard. You're talking about a first-year head coach in James Franklin who does his best work at home. He's 17-9 and straight up, 16-7 and to the spread in his career, and even better against 400 or greater opponents where he's 10-3 and to the spread. Remember, Penn State took Ohio State to double overtime here earlier this year, grabbed at double digits in this contest here as I think they take Michigan State right down to the wire again on Saturday. We'll play Penn State plus the points for our complimentary play on the college football card this weekend. And that's going to put the final wraps on this edition of Mark Lawrence Against the Spread for Victor King from King Creole Sports, Dave Tooley joining us from viewfromvegas.com, and our good friend Jack Reynolds, who we know is listening from above. Once again, I want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving weekend, and to remember to always to bet with your head, not over it. And good luck as always.